0: This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Jason Goldman. In 2018, biologist Jan Vendetti published a paper that described the discovery of five species of non-native snails and slugs in Southern California. The research would not have been possible without some 1,200 volunteers who uploaded nearly 10,000 photos of gastropods to the slime project. That's snails and slugs living in metropolitan environments on an app called iNaturalist.
1: So the entire existence of that paper is dependent upon these citizen scientists. How do you credit those people?
0: Greg Pauly, herpetology curator at the Natural History Museum of Los Angeles.
1: There's some very specific requirements that a lot of journals and a lot of academic societies use. And those requirements largely would exclude non-professional scientists. And to me, that's absurd.
0: That's why Polly, together with Vendetti and several Australian biologists, are arguing that criteria must change to recognize citizen scientists as authors on scientific journal articles. They propose what they're calling group co-authorship. They make the case in the journal Trends in Ecology and Evolution. The author list on Vendetti's snail and slug paper includes the phrase citizen science participants in slime. But that phrase is absent when you look up the paper on Google Scholar. The publication software simply isn't equipped to handle that kind of authorship, and so it erases the group's vital contribution. In another case, several years ago in Australia, a team of researchers tried to condition native monitor lizards to avoid chowing down on the invasive and poisonous cane toads. And for the most part, it worked
1: but the only reason it was successful was because they partnered with the traditional landowners in northwestern Australia, this group called the Balangara Rangers.
0: Several journals flat out refused to allow for the inclusion of the Rangers as group co-authors. Eventually, the researchers did convince the editors of some journals to allow it, but the group's title was abbreviated as if it was a first and last name in online indexing software, B Rangers. The researchers argue that these errors and omissions don't only render the critical contributions of an indigenous community as invisible, they could also be perceived as discriminatory.
1: If the person who had made that contribution was an undergraduate or a graduate student who was trying to pursue a career in the sciences, we would all say, oh no, of course that person should be a co-author, or that group of people should be a co-author. But we don't necessarily extend that same line of reasoning to citizen scientists
0: Allowing for group co-authorship is not a new idea. In 2004, the journal Nature published a paper titled Initial Sequencing and Analysis of the Human Genome. It listed, as the sole author, the International Human Genome Sequencing Consortium.
1: So let's just co-opt this group authorship model and turn it into group co-authorships. And this really shouldn't be that hard.
0: Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60-Second Science, I'm Jason Goldman.